why we can't have nice I've things. Got, I've, I've got to press the damn button twice. I don't understand that. Welcome back to the Talking Average Fitness Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Sam Burns. If I look weird, it's because I look weird. Um, and I'm joined, as always, by my bearded, or not jealous at all, mm-hmm. compatriot, Mr. Kevin McCarthy. Kevin, how are you today, sir? I'm doing good, Sam. How are you? I'm cold. My whole face is cold. Well, yeah. Um, I'm outside, and I'm quite warm right now because I'm in California. So... You know, I'm a, how old, is, how warm is it where you are right now? It's like 58 degrees at 7 a.m. 58 at 7 a.m. It's 10 a.m. here and it's 39. Sick. <laughs> so can't excited. wait to come back tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Thanks for telling me. Yes. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Um, oh, man. What the hell were we just talking? We're talking about CrossFit being dumb. Yeah, we we were talking about CrossFit being dumb. Um, well, yeah. admittedly, they're doing they're doing some. It's not that it's dumb. It's just misguided. We, well, maybe it's not even misguided. It's just fucking confusing to me. Yeah, I mean, like we talked about this in the the previous previous episode, few previous. I don't know. I don't know where we are. Um, <laughs> a few episodes ago. I'm about, a dad. Um, I, don't, I don't even know what day it is. That's uh, neither do I. Um, that's another thing is like being on, being on vacation, being somewhere else. Um, like I just I don't know what day it is. Yeah, you stop um, thinking about those things. Yeah. Uh, where was it? Just oh, we were talking in about like pull up modifications, and you talked about like a banded strict pull up being a bad modification for a pull up, um, yeah. or maybe not bad, but like just not optimal option for a pull-up and we are talking about how like sometimes it might not be a scaling option for the athlete but it might be more of a scaling option for the trainer as well yeah yeah and so real quick synopsis it's not that it's bad it's just that it's it doesn't do what we want it to do in the way that we traditionally think so like if if you're going to do strict pull-ups that has a certain effect on the body when you add the band it changes the effect on the body and so there's not necessarily a carryover in using a band to help you get more pull-ups like there's a disconnect there anyway yeah. continue um so yeah anyways we start uh in again in my blind rage sent sam multiple things <laughs> and um one of them was so crossfit training which is the instagram account for the training department uh for crossfit posted like the workout of the day on friday last week was Fran, Fran. yeah it was Fran uh yep. phenomenal benchmark I hate it with every ounce of my being because it hurts um also also fuck thrusters um <laughs> <laughs> and nope. so the CrossFit training Instagram posted scaling options for the pull-up for Fran like hey here's ways you can scale fran and the first one was a banded pull-up the second one was like an isometric hold at the top of the pull-up yep i didn't even make it to the third one because i just had to scroll past i was angry yeah okay so um i just said said to sam like these scaling options are bullshit for fran not that a negative isn't a great scaling option for certain strict things where but is it? where's your exact comment i don't know in um, all caps these are not appropriate scaling options for fran yes yes, yes. In, in bold bold font yes um and the reason why is because if you think about this not even just like the movement like because yes if you're doing a negative that's a, an upper body pulling movement if we're doing a banded strict pull-up it's an upper body pulling movement when we're doing pull-ups in Fran, it's an upper body pulling movement. However, when we're scaling something, we're trying to stick to the stimulus and the desired outcome of the workout. Fran should kick your dick in and leave you like sprawled on the floor. Yeah, yeah. Leave you sprawled on the floor for at least 10 minutes afterwards just with the metabolic punch in the face that happens in that workout. So yep. I'm looking for your heart rate to be at 3,000 the entire time. As soon as you take 30 seconds to get your fucking foot in a band, Ugh. that goes away. 
Yeah. Because you're trying to like you're on another planet from doing 21 thrusters. You're trying to get your fucking leg up in the band and like scooch it down while pulling your leg up and yes up the band like gripped wrong on the rubber of my shoe so i had to like take it Ugh. off and replace it and it's like it's a process 30 seconds go by you catch your breath then you start doing strict pull-ups which not that they aren't challenging sure muscularly yeah but you get to catch your breath and your heart rate goes back down and it just lessens the overall and i was talking with sam just before we started and people can feel free to agree or disagree. Yes. Something like a kip swing, uh, jumping pull-ups, ski calories would all be better scaling options for the pull-up for Fran than a fucking banded strict pull-up or negatives because we're looking at the stimulus. If you finish 21 thrusters and I was like, all right, Sam, go ski 21 calories. Yeah. Like you're using like it's a different movement pattern. Yes. You're still involving the lats and upper body and your midline and everything to get that ski fucking cruising. But the heart rate and like breathing effect is the same as it would be for a kipping pull up. And even if you kept the reps, whether you change the reps for the ski or kept the reps the same. You know, I've told some people this where I'm like, hey, we're going to swap this movement for this yep. because it's a better stimulus. It's going to like fuck up the time thing. If normally your yep. Fran is three minutes and you're going to have you five do, and a half minutes. Exactly. You do 21, 15 and nine ski calories. It's going to be five to five and a half minutes. 15, 12, um, nine. Let's be honest. 15, 12, nine. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm saying if we do 21, 15, nine. Oh, <laughs> if. Okay. Yeah, Not if. go do. Right. If. Yes. That Then like that's going to mess up your time but like i've sure. done that to athletes where i'm like hey this is going to make your workout a bit slower just because of how long this movement can take uh -huh. i don't care we don't care because it's not about the time it's about yeah. the stimulus and how yes. it can kind of like push your fitness forward yes. and so for ski calories um that would be like you know you try and bring the reps down to a point where the athlete can like sprint them so like if i'm giving this to sam and sam can't sprint 21 calories i'll be like all right let's try let's go 15. hopefully you're doing some practice rounds in there yeah. if sam can't sprint 15 calories maybe we do like 12 9 and 6. you know i'm getting a little lightheaded imagining sprinting 21 ski cows <laughs> oh dude it's the best it's the best i did some uh like ski dot uh, com had programmed a while ago this back when during like ben smith's block it was yeah, yeah. like six rounds of 15 calorie ski and mm. 400 meter run like on a four minute clock for six rounds Whoa. So, like 15 cal ski 400 meter run then you rest the remainder whatever the four minutes so is like a like a one minute one minute 15 second rest oh no you gotta maximize that thing i sprinted oh. those like i turned these into like just hurt myself intervals <sighs> yeah pretty much <laughs> pretty much by the way that's the face that i make when i yeah, have to when, do when 400 meter repeats yeah oh <laughs> uh, but yeah so we were talking about just and it came up because of scaling in general um and I'm not gonna like call people out but i've been like kind of keeping but... track of dot com i'm gonna like not by name but i'm gonna call some stuff out where i keep track of my dot com stuff on beyond the whiteboard and I am traveling. So I'm in California. Fran pops up. I go, well, thank God that's on this day because then I don't have to do it with a 95 pound bar. Yay. Nope. Um, not that it really was a yay because what I did was equally hard. Dumbbell um, thrusters. Yeah, fuck yeah. So I love dumbbell. I love and hate dumbbell thrusters. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, but my brother and sister in law have some like workout equipment at their house and they have a garage that doesn't have a car in it. Um, and so I'm like, perfect. So the dumbbells they have are 25 pounds. And so I'm like, okay, it's a bit lighter than what I would use to like simulate a 95 pound bar. Sure. So let's bump the reps a little bit. I did 30, 20, and 10 of dumbbell thrusters. And okay. then they have a, like, I'm going to call it a shelf. It's like a shelf, but it, the way it's attached to, it's like hanging from two by fours from the ceiling. Yeah. So it's like pretty sturdy. Yeah. So I just held on to the edge of that and did pull-ups. Yeah. Like I didn't have a space or a means to do any other type of pull. 
um in my head i thought about maybe doing like a dumbbell row but then i'm like with the 25 pound dumbbell row like i don't know how much challenge would get in there so i dropped the reps down did 15 10 and 5 so half the thruster reps of strict pull-ups on that again we're going to call it a shelf um and was it perfect absolutely not um did fitness happen absolutely because my rule for myself was you have to do the dumbbell thrusters unbroken and after that set of 30 i was like okay this is terrible (laughs) um you know the the gripping on the shelf was interesting because you can only get your hand like this you can't like actually wrap your fingers around something so i'm basically kind of like just rock climber hanging on my fingers doing strict pull-ups that was interesting you didn't you didn't go for the the full wrist you half the hand is that what you did no, I didn't you could have false yeah, gripped that bitch. I, I should have gotten my full wrist on that sucker. I don't know how. That would have been real weird. But anyways, um, it would have been weird. could have been more effective. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was just half-handing that sucker, just fingers over. So that was interesting on the grip, interesting on the pulling. Mm-hmm. Um, but fitness happened. And so yeah. I go into Beyond the Whiteboard and I log it as this is also something that gets me is I'll log something and like all the results pop up as soon as you like pull up the thingy. So I'm just like scrolling through, seeing what people are getting. And someone will put something as like an RX time. And I'm like, wow, that's wild. And I'll click on it. And all the movements will be modified. Like he'll have changed the loads. Be like the barbell was supposed to be 185. I did it at 115. And instead of 30-inch box jumps, I did 20-inch box jumps. But then it'll be logged as RX. I'm like, that's not how that works. But I so specific to be on the whiteboard, I know why they do that. Because, because Beyond the Whiteboard, so one of the fantastic things about Beyond the Whiteboard is it group sources data to yeah. provide you a fitness level, right? right? So mm-hmm. this whole like fitness level thing that the Open did, like yeah. Beyond the Whiteboard has been doing that for like almost a decade. Yeah. So <clears throat> you cannot get a score for a fitness level if you don't log something log as prescribed. So uh, if I, it, and it doesn't, so for example, uh, let's say I did the workouts of Fran, right? Yep. If instead of 21.59, uh, 95 pound barbell thruster and kipping pull-ups, I did 30.20.10, 25 pound dumbbell thrusters each hand mm-hmm. and 10, 15, 10.5 yep. strict pull-ups, right? <clears throat> I could log it as Fran scaled and then I would get nothing. Yeah. Or, and this is the better choice for anybody who uses Beyond the Whiteboard, you set it as a new workout. You create a new workout, you structure it the way you did it, and then you log it as prescribed. You won't get a score for Fran, but Beyond the Whiteboard will take into account all of the movements. And if you mark anything as scaled, it doesn't take anything to account in terms of what your fitness score is. Well, so that's that's my point, is they'll like they'll log Fran yeah. as prescribed. Yes with an empty barbell and ring rows. They'll like, they'll change the movements, but it's still listed as Fran. Yeah. And it's with listed like a, as pres- with like a three minute time. Yeah. Um, anyways. Um, but, uh, I, I logged my thing and I'm like kind of scrolling through, seeing what people are getting. And I'm, <laughs> I saw some shit people. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, like, so, so we should probably preface this by, by saying, I promise there's a point. This is another hot takes episode. Yeah, there is a point. There is a point. And describe what you saw and then let's talk about it a little bit. Okay, so there was multiple things. So it, it, if you just look on like the results page of Beyond the Whiteboard, it lumps male and female scores all together. But then you Mm -hmm. can click on like the leaderboard and it like stat, you know, ranks them based on time or reps or whatever the workout is, you know, supposed to be. And I'm scrolling on through some results and just kind of like just seeing where people are at. Yep. And saw some some good times. And then there were some that I was like, what are we doing here? Because when we yeah. look at Fran as a workout, that sucker should take seven minutes at the most, eight minutes at the uh-huh. most. Yep. Should be a sprint. So as a coach with my coach hat on, Mm-hmm. I'm looking for times between like four and seven minutes would be like a perfectly executed. You did your version of Fran properly. Yep. Yep. I think the, the, the highest score I saw was 23 minutes. 
Uh, yeah, 23 minutes as prescribed. I'm looking at the whiteboard yeah, right now. Yeah, as prescribed. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, and but like actually as prescribed, not like logging it as prescribed and changing stuff. Like actually this person did 95 pound bar and kipping pull-ups and it took them 23 minutes. Yep. And I sat there and I was like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. What it like, sure. It, it comes back to that old school CrossFit thing of like, yeah, but I did it RX. It's like, doesn't matter if you did it RX if the workout was terrible and you got a terrible stimulus. It's like at 23 minutes for Fran, like that's essentially for that person. Yeah. With how, like, cause I, I know what that looks like. I've, I've, I know how that's going to go. Right. That's it. You essentially did a strength and a skill day kind of like mushed together. Like uh, yeah, you're, you're you doing your thrusters like in sets of three and taking a 90 second break in between, you potentially. know, like, like that's a potentially, and then you're doing. So what's some, in, yeah, what's interesting about this and, and there is one athlete, this, this athlete had <clears throat> 23 minutes, right? Yep. This is not the first time they've done Fran. Nope. And previously, Oh, that was a different athlete, I think, that had like the the PR you're no, talking no, about. No, no, no. This is this. No, this is oh, different. Is t- okay, the twenty three. <clears throat> so previously, they had a nine minute Fran. So something is going on here, right? And I, I'm not sure what I can I could guess a bunch of different things, but like the data is telling me, like they added fourteen minutes and thirty nine seconds to their Fran time, right? Yeah. This may or may not be a person who has. And now we're coming to like the crux of this whole issue. This may or may not be a person who has ever been in an affiliate. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> and, um, and like there was a time when I would say confidently, like, oh, if you go to an affiliate, like, you're, it's going to be different. I can't say that anymore. Like, I've seen enough examples yeah. of affiliates doing some coaches doing some squirrely shit that I can't say that anymore and there was another guy um who what was his time this guy 12 something yeah he was 12 minutes and 12 seconds and it was five minutes faster than his last time so he had a 17 minute fran roughly and then he improved it to a 12 minute fran right yeah and so which again as i I, as i had said to fran uh to sam i was like you know, like getting a 12 minute Fran and having that be a five minute PR, like good for you. You made progress, you know, you got better, but also like good for you kind of because you still miss the stimulus. You're muted. Thank you. You well, and all your buttons. And so many buttons. Yes, they missed the stimulus, and there and it's it's totally a valid argument to be like, um, so what, mm-hmm. right? Like I like I did fitness, <clears throat> yep. and I'm doing CrossFit, right? Yep. <clears throat> I go back and forth on stuff like this a lot, mm-hmm. like. And I'm trying to, as I do this, I'm trying to separate out who I am and what my lineage, for lack of a better term, is um, about – people are pinging me. I'm like, I don't, don't talk to me right now. <clears throat> this is more important yeah. as long as it's not my wife. Um, yeah. You know, leaving aside my upbringing as a coach – and Maya bringing as a athlete in the CrossFit space, when I look at something like that, <clears throat> I keep thinking it's like it's like 2004 all over yeah. again, yep. where people didn't know any better. No, and you can go back to one of our early episodes. Listen to Pat Barber be like, the only place you could do CrossFit in 2004 was crossfit.com and your your garage garage. yep like that was it there were no affiliates like right i mean of course there were some affiliates there was greg and there was a handful of others but relative to the number of people who were doing crossfit like you 
there wasn't beyond the whiteboard. Like you went to the forum, <laughs> you right. dumped your time into the forum and got yeah. accused of rep shaving, you know, and shit yeah. like that. And I look at something like this and I'm like, it's, it's like knowing that science has progressed beyond a certain point. It's, it's like, it's like we all have GPS and then you go and you watch someone use a sextant. Yep. And you're like, okay, you, yeah. you got it done. It, yeah. That that 100% will work. Yeah. But, but do why? you have to? Yeah, but, but why? why? But yeah. why? And it's, and so like, I, I think to a certain extent for me, it's, I got I to gotta manage my own baggage that I'm bringing into this and being like, because I'm so conditioned to think target stimulus, appropriate scaling options, yep. you know, modifications based on, you know, Based fucking on injuries or range of motion yep. issues and and like that's so incredibly specific to what I do and who I am but at the same time one of the most CrossFit things I've seen recently was Hiller talking about like if your workouts are comfortable you don't do CrossFit yeah you know and say what you want about Andrew Hiller I think part of the reason a lot of people don't like him is because he's very, very open about reminding us of a time when CrossFit was incredibly counterculture. Yeah. And it is to a lot of people's benefit that we are not as counterculture now, specifically financially. Um, And he doesn't care about that. (laughs) Nope. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I mean, that came comes back to like uh, I remember Dave put a post uh, somewhere on Instagram about he had done a workout and he did it not for time. Right, 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 right. And then Hiller basically hit with like, well, if it's not for time, then is it still CrossFit? Because in the level one manual, we're like it's measurable, observable, repeatable. Like you put all these, there's a reason that we track load and times and whatnot is to get yes. the data of it. And it's a very data driven methodology. Yes, and it so is. if you're doing a workout, not for time, is that still CrossFit? Yes. And so, but he was just kind of like stirring the pot a little bit and people like lost their minds in various different, you know, degrees and directions, languages. I guess. And yep. And languages. Yeah. Um, and uh from like he's that's what he's doing like he's just kind of posing those things like if your workouts are comfortable it's not crossfit if you're not if you're not at least keeping track of a time even if you're like hey i'm not gonna like i need like a recovery something today i'm not gonna push the pace like you right. can still keep track of the time type deal like if you're not keeping track of the time or the loading or whatever then it's not crossfit um and i've done yeah. i've done days where like from a mental health standpoint like i just need to do something um Marcus Philly calls it auto-regulation, where yeah. you you don't look at the clock, you 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 do things. You've got, you know, I'm not majorly modifying things, but over the long-term time scale, the fact that I'm getting in and doing something is better than the fact that I'm uh, choosing to not do something because I don't have it in me to smash my face against a wall. Yep. <clears throat> and so, um, there is, I think, value to not looking at a clock or mm. modifying based on how you feel or something like that. But I would also be the first to say I was not at my best in terms of achieving a training stimulus for that day. And I, I'll yep. never, I'll never try to make that argument. Right. And, and I'm in the same boat. Like it, you know, I've said this too uh, when we I did like a presentation for our coaching staff at CrossFit Tilt about how like intensity can look different. Yes. You know, like intensity doesn't need to be you rolling around on the ground in agony after a workout. Intensity could be I'm working on this skill and I'm giving it 100% of like my attention and focus, you know, Um, like that static isometric at the top of a pull up. That can be intense if you're just like 
squeezing as hard as you can. You're focusing on your positions and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Like that is a version of intensity. It doesn't have to be, you know, making you cry after a workout. Um, so yeah, but I, well, and I think, and we've mentioned this a lot, of, a lot of it comes down to like, what are your, what are your training goals? And maybe you don't know, yeah. you know, like I know plenty of people who are like, this is the reason they have a coach. They, this is the reason they join an affiliate is so that the, they can outsource the, the brain thinking. power. Yeah. Exactly. I don't want to think about that shit. You go think about that shit. This is what I pay you for. Yep. <clears throat> Which is a hundred percent fine. Yeah. Um, I think the natural extension to that is if you don't want to ask yourself what you're training for and you just want to be told, hey, go do this, right? Yep. You abdicate responsibility for that. I say that and it is a good thing. It, it provides people like me and people like Kevin, people like many great coaches we know, a method and a means to to do our thing and to change your life. We love that, right? Yep. Um, but also do your homework and make sure you end up with a qualified person doing that, hopefully, right? And sometimes you don't have a choice. I've been yep. to affiliates where they're the only fucking affiliate within 100 miles. Yep. And... This is what you got. And this, this is what you got. And I... Man, I have seen some shit. And... I mean, we all have. Uh, sure. Like, yeah. I, I, I look at... I look at some of those things and like we abdicate responsibility. We pay for access to go to a gym. So they have the equipment, they have the coaches, they teach us how to do the thing. And some affiliates that I've been to are one step removed from a functional fitness open gym. Yep. Like what that person yeah. was, what that person was providing could not be called instructive. Um, right. And, <clears throat> And so the hope and the goal is that when you abdicate the responsibility to another party, they're going to do that thing for you and they're going to be compensated for that. And I hope that's the case. I hope that's what you end up with. <clears throat> but if you abdicate the responsibility, it is also likely that you end up in a position where you don't get what it is that you want because someone else doesn't know how to communicate to you, hey, this is the best path to get there. Right. right? Yep. And so then we end up in a situation where, again, we're scaling for trainers instead of scaling for the athletes. The The trainer says, hey, go do this thing. Yeah. Because the trainer's got it in their head. This is a, this is a good thing. Let's do, yeah. let's do this thing. Let's do you this. Know? Yeah. Why, why wouldn't you do that thing? Well, for a number of reasons, maybe. Um, and I, th I don't want to poo-poo anybody doing fitness, right? Right. Yep. I really... And like, this is hard for me. Like, I want to tell you, yay, yay for fitness. Yep, you did in it. The, it and, and I'm not making a one-to-one -one comparison between, I'm about to make an example with my child. I'm not saying yeah. that people who do fitness the way that we're talking about are children. That's not yeah. what I'm saying. <clears throat> but in terms of learning how to do something and then learning to do something better so that we can be better at that thing and more efficient at that thing and we can progress our skills and stuff like that. When my son... Like smears Cheerios and milk all over his face as he's trying to eat. Yep. I don't tell him what he did wrong. I say, "Good job, buddy." You yep. know. Yeah. And the hope is, progressively over time, he learns not to smash. Yeah, like milk into his face. And and like so that he can move on and he yep. can have, you know, sausage and eggs and bacon or whatever oatmeal, honey, like whatever he yep. wants. But like. He, he spends less time with his face sticky because he doesn't like when his hands and his face are sticky. Yeah. So it, it creates a, a, yeah. a complicated situation. Yeah. In the same way, these people who are doing fitness, when we say Fran is a six-minute workout or five-minute, sub-five-minute workout, whatever, yeah. when we make a statement like that, yep. we're not saying that's the only way it has to be done. What the The subtext behind it is if you tell me you want to get fitter mm -hmm. as defined by CrossFit, i.e. increase work capacity across broad time and modal domains, I'm yep. going to tell you that when Fran pops up, <clears throat> you want your finishing time to be 
five or six minutes or less. Yep. The way you get there is by doing X, Y, and Z. Yep. I want it to look like a couple things. I want it to feel a very specific way. And that feeling is universal regardless yep. of your fitness level. Because if yeah. you get to that feeling, you have gotten the correct stimulus. Yep. <laughs> you know? And, and you will be improving your fitness level. So absolutely. You know. Um and if you tell me to go pound sand and you yeah. want to do a 16 minute Fran, okay. Yeah. But then what you like what you're doing is you're saying, like the roundabout way is I don't want to get fit. Right. And maybe not it maybe it's not fit as defined by CrossFit. Yeah. And like or, maybe yeah. that's not your focus that day or whatever. But like if I tell you you do a six minute Fran, I'm not trying to ruin your workout. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's yeah. Well, so as soon as you gave like the analogy of your son eating the cereal and it's like he doesn't like to be like have his hands and face sticky, but he's doing it. It's like, okay, so you're telling me that, you know, you don't want to, you don't like that you're unfit, but you're not learning to aim better with the spoon. You're just continuing to smash Cheerios and milk all over your face and then wondering, well, how come my hands and face keep getting sticky? That is beautiful. I love you. If I didn't love you, I would love you now. And like, uh, and that, and so now we get into the, the best and most entertaining and fun part about coaching, which is human yeah. behavior. Yeah. You tell me you want to be fit. I yep. tell you how to do the thing. Yeah. You say, I don't want to do that. Yep. And then you go do your own thing. And then six months, a year, 18 months later, you say, I'm upset because I'm not fit. Yeah. Yeah, man. And every um, and every coach, <laughs> every coach who might listen to this knows exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Well, that's you know, like from a nutrition standpoint. So, like, it's you know, take the example of yeah, um, that's like without someone, talking about nutrition. Like, yeah, someone says, "I'd like to lose weight." Okay, great. You're going to do these things yes. for your nutrition. Yes. They don't do those things. Yeah. They don't lose the weight they want. Yes. And then they assume that, well, diets just don't work for me. And it's just, I'm just genetically supposed to be like this. Mm. I'm like, maybe because I can't say no, but if you didn't do the thing, yeah, you can't get the result. Yeah. And so like in the same vein of like, just, you know, uh, human behavior being the most interesting thing is yeah. I want to do this. Okay, great. Do this then. Yep. And people go, nah. Um, then when they don't get the results they're looking for or looking at, like they're disappointed. And it's like, well, I understand you're disappointed that you didn't get what you're looking for out of it, but did you do the thing? Yes or no? One of my favorite quotes has been posted on Instagram a million times is that the 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 key to the like results you're looking for is hidden in the work that you don't want to do. <laughs> and I was like, wow. What a quote. <laughs> well, it's, it's true. It reminds me of um, the Thomas Edison quote. People miss opportunity because it comes dressed in overalls and look like work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yep. Oh, man. That's yeah. a good one. That's a good one. Miss a bunch of opportunities because it comes in overalls dressed like work. Yep. Yeah. And like... Yeah. And they're... Well, and this is and this is why, and we talked about this previously. When you go to Marcus Philly, yep, and you look at a Marcus Philly, Marcus, genetically gifted or not, and to be sure, he is a hundred percent genetically gifted. Like that homeboy was built to look like that. Yep, he was going to look like Marcus if he chose to be a ping pong player. Right, the genome like from Marcus. the genome up. Yeah, shredded. But he also worked really fucking hard. <laughs> For yeah. years and years and years. And you look at a guy like that. You look at a guy like Jay Cutter. You look at a guy like you look at someone like Katrin David's daughter. Yeah. You look at a insert uh, any CrossFit Games athlete here. He doesn't like, even have to be a CrossFit Games athlete. Dana Lynn Bailey. Yeah. Like any professional athlete, any bodybuilder, any yes. like was a Seabum just won his fifth Olympia this what? weekend. Five? Yeah, just, yeah fifth. Jesus. Fifth one. Chris Bumstead. And, absolute yeah, machine. Chris Bumstead. Just absolute monster 
he just won his fifth Olympia in the classic category. And I mean, he sat there and he was like, and this was cool. Like he posted about it and was like, you know, I went into this year, like I was, you know, wanting to win and want to do the things that were, that needed to happen to win, but yeah. I wasn't going to give up like these certain things. So like I was trying to find a better balance and find a, like, try and have more of a less psychotic head on my shoulders type yeah. deal. And he was like, I'm proud of the, this, this is something that like hit where it's like, you know, it's about the journey, not the destination. Mm -hmm. He was like, I'm proud of this victory, but I'm more proud of the person I was able to become over the year of like learning and developing. Like I'm more proud of who I became in the process yeah. than I am of like the trophy on the day. Like it's amazing to win and I'm, I'm, I'm so happy and so proud to, to be able to have accomplished this. Sure. But the journey, the evolution that happened in the pursuit of that was what he was most proud of. And like, I felt that because in my, like, in my pursuit of my level three, I remember talking with some coaches about it. Like I was doing a whole bunch of like development and feedback and whatever with James mm -hmm. and Lachlan. Mm -hmm. And uh, Lachlan was on seminar staff at the time. So we would do like methodology talks and stuff at like the whiteboard and go through all the things. And I sat there and someone's like, oh, like, you know, well, do, do, like, don't you think you know the stuff well enough? You could just go. I'm like, yeah, well, but like passing the test won't make me a better coach, but I will become a better coach in my pursuit of like taking the test essentially was kind of how I phrased it. And yeah, go ahead. Learning how to handstand walk won't make you fitter, but the pursuit of learning, how, learning to how to handstand walk, and walk will garner a fitness yeah. you will not get without it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, also, go learn how to handstand walk, people. Yeah, go learn how to handstand walk. Um, and so, yeah, I just thought that was, you know, sometimes sometimes it's not the result, it's the journey of, like, who we become in, in the trying to get there. And, but... Um, ah, ah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Finish your thought, because I'm going to button this no, bad boy. No, because I fully lost my thought. Like, it left my brain. Sorry, I sorry, I didn't my mean brain. to do no. that. No, go ahead. Okay, so... Put a button on whatever you're putting a button on. So then let's bring it back to the people with the Fran time, right? Like, sure. yeah. Do the thing. Yeah. But also, like, if you're doing a 12-minute Fran. Yes. Right? Yes. Or a 16-minute Fran or a 23-minute Fran, right? Yeah. That tells me something about what your fitness looks like. Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe this guy did strict pull-ups, maybe like, maybe. like barbell thrusters and strict pull-ups, and like Fran is ubiquitous enough. The the the, the, the twenty-one fifty-nine modality, yep, whatever is ubiquitous enough now that people aren't surprised when they see stuff like that. And so, do the thing, but in terms of like the journey itself. You're gonna if you if you keep coming back and you keep doing the thing, you're gonna get fitter for sure. Mm -hmm. But you're also you're gonna grow as a human, and like I want you to grow as a human <clears throat> alongside your fitness. Yep. And you can do that a lot of different ways. You can do that um, in ways that are more efficient or less efficient. You can do that yep. in ways that are in an affiliate or not in an affiliate. You can do that in ways that, you know, where you've got a very high level coach or not. But part of that journey, part of that getting better is always going to be trying to improve. Mm-hmm in the macro or in the micro in the, yep. in the immediate or in the distant future or something like that. And so like, just like you become a better coach in the pursuit and completion of your level three, I want these people to become fitter humans. Part of that process is going to be, okay. So like, let's call this Fran, his yep. level three exam, right? Yeah. <clears throat> He did things in order to fill out, like, 
if you accomplish a Fran in 23 minutes, like yep. you completed the entire exam yep. for sure. Right. Yep. You did Fran. Could, did you get a hundred on it? Nope. You didn't Probably pass. Not. Maybe you didn't pass. Like if you did strict pull-ups and you did fucking well, 45 strict pull-ups, well, a different ball game, bro. Yeah. Different ball game. Yep. You know? And also, like, it, does your life need to be that hard? And, like, then there's the skill thing. And have you ever been taught? And are you just, like, in a fucking global gym, like, repping out strict pull-ups? And you're running back and forth between, <clears throat> like, the barbells way in this corner. Yes. And, like, the pull-up bar is, like, across <clears throat> the gym. And you're like, <sighs> And, like, that <sighs> dude who he took 14 minutes longer. Well, it's probably because someone stole his barbell and his cast iron 25 fucking pound plates. Yep. He goes you know? back to the platform and goes, where the fuck did my ball? <laughs> right? Like, and he's like, oh, God damn it. I got to run and go. He's like looking at his watch trying to be like, oh, shit, this is going to ruin my time. He's Maybe that was exactly what happened. And chucking plates and just say, like, I got a thrust or something. <laughs> just... <laughs> <sighs> fuck it. Grab 50 pound dumbbells. Yeah. Oh, what? I'll also um, die on this. So that like a pair of 50, like 50 or 35 dumbbell thrusters is not equivalent to a 95, 65 pound thruster. No, not no. even remotely fucking close, but that's like no. the standard. They're like, I can, oh, we'll do, they're like, I oh, consider we'll do devil's presses with a pair of fifties. I'm like, no, I consider 50, 35. Yeah. The barbell equivalent to be one thirty five. Like uh, not one thirty-five ninety-five, but like one fifteen one oh five. It feels as hard or as one fifteen eighty-five. <laughs> it feels as hard as one thirty-five ninety-five. So I'm gonna tell myself that when I'm doing fifty-pound yeah. dumbbell thrust, I'm like, wow, I'm doing really good. Yeah, and especially if you like dumbbell clean and jerk. <laughs> Horrible, the worst. Yeah. Well, if I was gonna give someone a piece of advice coming out of this, yeah. Yes, do do the fitness. But also like longer term there are better ways to do the fitness. Yep. Like you can learn how to handstand walk by just throwing your body at the floor. Yep. And if you do it enough times, eventually you will learn how to stabilize yourself on your hands and like yes. walk around eventually. Is it the straightest path? Maybe not. <laughs> Well, maybe it is the straightest path. You're like, I'm going from not handstand walking to handstand walking. Oh, yeah, so, so, thing. Right, right, like right. The straightest path is also the <laughs> longest path. Yes. So it's, it's the person who's like, oh, I got to go to the next town over. And you walk through a fucking swamp and over a mountain to get there. Yeah. As opposed to walking through the mountain pass. Yeah. You know? Yep. And the mountain pass might take a little longer, and it, but it's going to be a hell of a lot easier and it's still going to get you there. Yep. I, I don't, I don't, you don't. I respect people who want to make their lives harder. Also, you don't have to make your life that much harder. Yeah. Um, say like if I was going to give like a last parting piece of advice, I'll tell us in math all the time. Hmm. No one ever got less fit by going lighter and faster. If you put do Fran with an empty barbell and jumping pull-ups yep. and you do it in like two minutes and 45 seconds. Yes. You didn't get less fit. I'll tell you that. No. So that's For always sure. my thing is like, you know, always err on the side of like modifying this a little bit um, because no one ever got less fit going lighter and faster. Amen to that. We should all go lighter and faster every once in a while. I did that. We I should. did that today. Um, what was it? It was, uh, it was the cap workout. It was four rounds for time. Um, 15 bar facing burpees. 15 front squats at 115 85 and 75 double unders oh gross <clears throat> and and like for me one of the, one of my goals recently is like i have I have a lot of hats and i spend a lot of things and it's like i, I just want to do more regularly and yeah. so like I, I have to i have to scale back so yep. that like i i have to make it like acceptable so that the next morning i can come back and i can do the same thing tomorrow morning and i can do the same yep. thing the next morning and so yep. my solution was four rounds instead of 15 bar facing burpees and doing 10 bar facing burpees sure front squats at 95 pounds instead of 115 yep. and instead of 75 double unders it's 50 double unders yeah and in my garage alone by myself that was what it needed to be in order for me to do the thing and i'm relatively certain that i'm not going to feel so fucked that i can't come back tomorrow and also do another workout right you know right and coming back tomorrow and doing another workout is way more important than whatever my time on this workout than, was. Than, sh than shaving 20 seconds off here. Cause like sometimes like that's what it is. Like you, if like going from like 
fifth gear to sixth gear is like, okay, you finish that workout 30 seconds faster. Like 30 seconds probably isn't going to like make or break your fitness, you know? Um, so yeah, I love that. It allows you to come back the next day and be less broken. Yeah. And over time, I'm going to win way the fuck more than a person who only comes yeah. in one day a week and not that yeah. it's a competition, but yeah, I'm competing and... with myself and the people who are going to win is going to be my wife and kids. That's yep. the way I look at it. Yeah. There we go. I love yeah. that. Scaling is cool, people. Scaling, fucking a scaling is cool. Scaling is cool. I did. <laughs> I put a <laughs> put a video. I, I did an Instagram live. I'm like, ah, fuck it. I'll do an Instagram live recently. And it <laughs> it was so bad. It was. <laughs> I, it was twenty one fifteen nine. Yeah. Hang power cleans fifteen twelve nine. Strict handstand pushups. And <clears throat> and so I'm like. That volume of strict handstand pushups is outside my capability, but I love the idea of doing parallel work because it's full range of motion. Right. So I'm going to do 2159. Um, instead of 135, I did 95 because I want to be able to go big sets on, yep. the, on the hang power clean. And then the instead of 1529, I'm going to go... I think I tried to go 1529. Okay. Um, and... It fell apart so fast. Like after that first round of, of parallel pike push-ups, I was like, nope, not happening. It is not 15-12-9. It's 12-9-6. Yeah. And I think I actually said out loud in my fever dream state, yay, scaling. You know? Yeah. Because <laughs> like, that's what yay, I had to be. Yeah. Oh, God. I got, I got I, wrecked. I did. Uh, I was looking at uh, so CrossFit.com last week on, I think it was. Wednesday was 21.59 of 30-inch box jumps and 12.96 of uh, clean and jerk at 185. And I sat there and I was like, this is my jam. I was like, <laughs> I, like singles, like a barbell that's heavy enough that you have to do singles on anything yes. is like, get like I don't want to do multiple reps in a row. I would like to do singles. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and then like I'm good at box jumps. So I'm like, let's get some. So it starts with the 21 box jumps. I'm cruising. I get to the 12 clean and jerks and I finish the 12 clean and jerks. Not that it was like a walk in the park, sure. but I was like, you know, do a rep, drop the bar, take a breath, hands on it, do a rep, drop the yep. bar, yep. cruising through. I get to my 15 box, <laughs> box jumps <laughs> and I like, I started jumping. I got to like seven and yeah. I stood up on top of the box and like just hunched over and just like, <sighs> done. And then from there, it was just miserable, uh, just like kind of slogging my way through, um, and like went decently well. But I was like, "Oh dear lord!" Like this was, this was gnarly. Yeah. Um, but I did uh, again, like tr the travel thing. There was the workout on Saturday for dot com. It was supposed to be Sean, which is run five miles in five minute increments. So you like you basically you run as far as you can in five minutes. As soon as your five minutes is done, you stop. You do 50 squats and 50 push-ups before you start the next five-minute chunk. And you just go through that as many times as it takes you to run five miles. Bro. Yeah. Messed up. And so <laughs> in like the scaling notes, it's like trying to keep this to like, you know, six rounds or so of like going through that. And I'm like, okay, so I'd be like essentially running like three quarters of a mile-ish every five-minute span, which is like that's a tough pace. Like that's not, yeah. not doable, but that's hard. But also like I'm, I'm on vacation. I'm, I'm visiting family. So I didn't have the most amount of time to like, yeah, I can just take 90 minutes to do this workout or, you know, between like warm up and actually like doing it. Yeah. Um, and so they live in like a little, like a cul-de-sac type area. And so like I did like a little measure around the cul-de-sac around like the, like the little loop hmm. and it was like 450 meters. And I was like, okay. Um, I'm going to do in my head. I was like, I'm going to do it because it's supposed to be a longer workout. I was like, I'm just going to like quick warm up and then just do like 35 or 30 minute AMRAP of yep. run 450 and then 25 squats, 25 push ups. Okay. And then I start going and I see where I finish in the first round. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to get way more than six rounds. I was like, I finished my first round like three and a half minutes. I'm like, I'm not doing eight rounds of this. No. So I'm like, okay. Let's make it a 25-minute AMRAP. Let's take it five minutes off. And I start my next round. I see where I'm at. I'm like, you know what? 
let's just do six rounds per time. Yep. <laughs> it's like it changed like three times during the workout, but stimulus was achieved. If it was a longer workout, I think it took like 24 minutes. Yep. Um, I got my running, I got my squats and my pushups. Um, but it's like from start to finish, it was like 40 minutes of fitness stuff. And I was like, fitness happened. I love it. That's beautiful. Yeah. All right. Well, go make fitness happen, people. But yep. also, scale. Scaling is cool. Scaling is cool. Yes. Scaling is cool. I might need to uh, do some scaling today. Uh, work out With on Leo. Uh, well, so no. So I'm doing. I'm I'm breaking my <gasps> rule just a little bit of the. So I'm going to shuffle things around just a tad. So I'm. I have a good friend of mine, Cam, who lives here in California. Okay. Shut up. So <laughs> good friend Cam lives in California. I've like haven't seen him. I've since like end of 2019 maybe when he came okay. to boston to train right to that and so like i'm going to his gym today because i'm like it's he's got time i've got time like i'm just this, I'm, I'm probably not gonna be on the west coast for a while because sure. you know baby baby um and it's so legit. it's like we're gonna get together and we're gonna do coffee and the fitness and so he was like we're gonna bench press first and i was like okay okay um and then i was like i have to do the main site whatever it is and he goes let me ask james so he gets like some CrossFit.com workouts for James that like fit within camps. And he's like, well, today is Liam. Tomorrow is uh, Holly Man. Yes. And so I love like, Holly Man. And so he's like, would you mind doing Holly Man today and then doing Liam, like just flip flopping yep. those because it worked better for Cam? And I was like, sure, why not? Holly Man so, is 30 rounds, right? Yeah, it's 30 rounds, five so wall good. balls three handstand push-ups, one power clean at 225. Yeah. And so I'm like, I can power clean 225. <laughs> can I keep like the, the cycle speed up with it at 225? We'll, we'll find out, I guess, but good to fair chance that that barbell ends up more in like the 185 to 205 range. Yeah. Um, Cause Cam also wants to do it as like strict handstand push-ups instead of kipping. Um, which checks out. I mean, Cam is like a shooting for semifinals type athlete. So I'm like, so yeah, so, you know, okay. checks out. Um, Tell him to do him wall facing. Stop being a bitch. <laughs> Maybe. I might. <laughs> I might. I'll do him wall facing. I'm fine. There you go. I'm good with that. As long as I, like, as long as I can cartwheel into that. I, I hate wall walking into I know, it. It's, so it's bad. ridiculous. But What you got to learn how to do is you got to learn how to kick up directly and then pirouette. That would be a party trick and a half. I probably right. could do that. Um, I don't Pam, know. I watched, I watched a video of Pam Gagnon do it once where she's like facing the wall. She's like, oh yeah, you just, you know, kick up and face the wall. Like handstand, yeah, pirouette, handstand. and backs right up into the wall. I'm like, fucking son of a, you know, yeah. that'd be the solution for everybody who knew how to do that. Yeah. Um, maybe <clears> I'll, maybe I'll try and do it and send you a video of my attempts. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. All right. So, well, that's fine. Go have fun with that then. Yeah. Good scaling. Yeah. All right, homie. Well, good to talk with you. Enjoy California. Um, and to anyone who's out there listening, scaling is awesome. Continue yeah. to wrap your thumbs. Don't listen to Kevin. And yeah, we'll Don't listen to me. I don't know much. <laughs> we'll talk to you later, everybody. See you. See you.